Welcome to the Project Life Mastery Podcast, where it's all about inspiring change and transforming lives. And here's your host. He's an Amazon best-selling author, six-figure blogger, internet marketer, and one of the top life coaches in the world, Stefan Palernos. I, I don't focus on all my goals at once, right? So I schedule, I have more goals than what you see publicly, because on my blog, I just share the ones I want to be accountable for, but I probably have over 50 goals in my life. But I, you always got to have goals or an outcome and a vision for each area of your life because you can't just neglect something, right? You know, try being in a relationship and then saying, honey, I'm going to work on my business. I'm just going to neglect you. You know, that, that will die. Same thing with your health. If you just neglect that, that will die. Friends, family, at different times in your life, you might put more focus into certain outcomes or goals or areas, but you still have to maintain and sustain those other areas, you might not be growing them as much, but you're still got to maintain them. And that's where rituals come in, which I'm a big fan of. Yeah. And you want to have certain rituals that basically make, ensure that you're making progress in these different areas. Uh, so I don't focus them all, all at once. I focus on um, specific projects, you know, one or two at a time. And then as you grow, you can have more goals because now you can leverage. So for example, I have certain goals, but my goals are... I have, you know, a business partner, my brother, you know, for that business and, you know, he's helping me achieve that goal. And I have, you know, I want to do this and this because I have now a team and I've got this automated and I've got a lot of these things in place, right? So you can, you can start to have more um, when you can leverage a little bit more, but you don't want to take on more than what you can't handle either. So you want to start small because when you set goals, you've got to make sure you achieve them. You've got to make sure you're achieving 80, 90% of your goals. And this is a mistake I see so many people make. They have goals and they're achieving less than 10%. And that's where I think it's hard to find the sweet spot for that. The exactly. And I, and I have the sweet spot. I'll share that with okay. you. Because there's always a dilemma. Should I have these big grand goals that are just like huge, but they're just totally unrealistic, unattainable? Or should I have more attainable and realistic goals? I think the big goals are incredibly valuable, but long term. Okay. If you set a goal for yourself short term and you're like, I want to make $10 million this year and you've never made $100,000, then the chances of that are 0.0001% and you're, you're going you're to fail. What happens is a lot of people, they set goals and they keep failing. Right At the end of the year, they actually don't even want to look at their goals anymore because they know subconsciously they're not even on track and so they avoid it. Right? And that's why people, they don't do regular check-in with their goals because they know they're not making progress towards it. They just try to avoid it. It's like being in a lot of debt. When you're in a lot of debt, you don't want to face that reality, so you avoid it, right? You don't want to look at the numbers because it's so overwhelming and it's actually painful. So I believe you've got to have the long-term goals be big and grand and incredible. The short-term ones are more, they're SMART goals. You guys know what SMART is? It's an acronym, yeah? So specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and having a timeline, okay? So attainable and realistic is key. Every goal that I set, I know that I can achieve it. I have belief in myself that I can. And the, the sweet spot for that is when you set a goal, you ask yourself on a scale from zero to 10, what is my desire? How bad, you know, what's the desire level that I have for this goal? And if it's a two, then obviously that's not the right goal for you, right? If it's a 10, awesome. You want it to at least be a six, seven, eight, nine, or 10, okay? But you might have a goal, I want to make $10 million a year, but your, your desire is a 10, right? But the other part is belief. So you've got to also ask yourself, on a scale from 0 to 10, what's my level of belief? 
So you could have, I want to make $10 million this year, but my belief is a one. That's not going to work, right? Maybe, hey, if I want to make $50,000 a year, and that's pretty incredible, my desire for that is a six or a seven, but my belief in that is a six or a seven as well. So that's that sweet spot, right? You want to make sure the desire and the belief are at least seven, eight, nine, or 10, okay. right? And so I always set goals I know I can achieve, okay? I achieve 80, 90% of my goals consistently. Um, I regularly check in with them, and my goals, they're very small increments. I never make like crazy, if you follow back and you can look, you know, my goals, I want, you know, my first goal, I want to make a dollar online. Once I did that, I want to make 100 bucks a month. Once I did that, I want to make 200 bucks a month. Once I did that, 500 bucks. Once I did that, 1,000 bucks. Once I did that, 2,000. 10,000, slowly scaling that up. Um, in terms of incrementing the goals, like, should you set like a big goal of like, I want to make like $10,000 uh, in the next year and then start with a uh, monthly basis or mm-hmm. should you just uh, start small like, yeah. in the next few months? You, you, you need to have the long-term one. Okay. So you have to have, I like to have, uh, like I have five, 10-year goals where I'm going to be like, multi multi crazy lifestyle you guys will probably see it one day multiple hoes like that's my long-term ones right and it's even now like pretty unrealistic but i know five ten years 20 years so much as possible then you want to have yearly goals and then you want to have you can either have quarterly or monthly so you're basically your yearly goals and you're basically just breaking down as separate milestones so if you want to make ten thousand a month by the end of the year the first goals make a dollar that could be achieved within 30 days and then once you achieve that, okay, in the next 30 days, how can I take that dollar? How can I make it to 100, right? And then after that, 200, 500, 1,000. And then if you continue that, that process, end of the year, 10,000. Yeah. And here's, here's a tip. There's something that was also really powerful for me that really motivated me. I looked at my lifestyle right now, you know, or at least when I started, and I was like, okay, this is, this is how much I need for my lifestyle. You know, at the time... I think it was around 2,000 bucks a month was what my lifestyle was. And I would actually write out all of my expenses, right? So I'd write out my rent, $1,000 a month, let's say. You know, my uh, you know, transportation. I was taking a bus at the time. It's like 80 bucks a month. Uh, you know, you have your food. You got your entertainment. You have your internet, you know, your cell phone. You've got your gym membership. Yeah, your gym membership is like 30 bucks a month. Your phone is like 70 bucks a month, etc. right? So what I did was I was like, okay, to be financially free, it, my income has to exceed my expenses. So if it's 2,000 a month, then I need to make 2000 basically to be able to cover that. But that's a pretty big number. So what I did instead was I thought, hey, how can I make enough money just to cover my cell phone every month, right? How can I, make, how can I create a passive income stream so that I could cover? You know, here, here's a really simple example. Anybody here have Netflix? Yeah, okay, Netflix is what, $7, $10 a month? Seven. Yeah, $7 a month. So I was like, okay, Netflix. How can I make a passive income stream that could cover my Netflix for the rest of my life? How cool would that be? You know, to have some product, passive income for the rest of your life is going to pay for that. 
You'll never have to, you know, it's a setup. And then once I achieved that, I was like, okay, the next thing is the gym membership. How can I, maybe I could publish a book, maybe I could launch a product, maybe I could do a blog post or a video, affiliate marketing and have that consistent stream of income. And then, you know, I just kind of hammer off each thing on the list, you know, and then eventually, like even today, I think, okay, let's say, let's say I want to have a Lamborghini, okay? If you were to lease a Lamborghini, you know, maybe it'd be three, four, five thousand dollars a month, okay? I think, okay, if I want to create that, how can I create a passive income that will pay for that? So I'll think, okay, well, maybe I could create and launch a new product, and that can consistently bring in that amount of money and pay for that. Maybe I can launch a new Amazon product, and I can build it up, and it might take a year, but it's a Lamborghini. You know, after a year, you know, you have that paid for, that lease, you know, and, you know, even for me, moving in this place, it's not cheap to live here. This is a $3 million place. To rent it, it's $8,000 a month. But I think, hey, how can I use this place to make more money from it? Maybe I can put on events. Maybe I can do more live streaming. Maybe I could rent it out for photo shoots and things like that because people are looking for that. Maybe I can rent it out to people that want to put events, whether it's a cooking class or a, you know, a seminar, whatever it is. Maybe I can use it for marketing, right? And maybe if, you know, if I had that Lamborghini, maybe I can use that for marketing. And here's actually an awesome tip when you have a lifestyle business, an online business, is a lot of your personal life can become business expenses, so let me give you guys an example. I bought a Vitamix blender over there, a $500 blender. I thought, hey, why don't I buy this blender, join the affiliate program, do some content and videos around it, promote it, make some money from it, now I can pay for Now my business has paid for it. It's made me money. And that Vitamix blender, by the way, has made me thousands and thousands of dollars. I have a YouTube video that I did, 2013, I think. And I, it's got like 40, 50,000 views on YouTube of just me sharing how to make a smoothie with a Vitamix with an affiliate link. It's made me a ton of money. That water machine as well, affiliate program. This TV, I just bought this TV. It's a $5,000 TV. Bought it from, I bought it online. Uh, you guys will probably see a YouTube video and a blog post, me reviewing this, making some money from it. Now my business pays for this, right? So you always want to think, how can you... And that's the benefit of affiliate marketing is because there's affiliate programs for everything. Amazon, you could be an affiliate for any product on Amazon and you can, any, any cost incurred for business to make money from can be a, a business expense. So that's working smart. And I'm kind of going off on a tangent here, but that, that's how I think about it. And just kind of slowly, you know, working it up. And once you cover your current lifestyle, then you can increase your lifestyle and you can pay more. So that's, that was just the simple way that I always thought when I was building my business was like, okay, how can I just pay for that? Okay, that's taken care of, right? And I just viewed it, hey, if I can publish a book that makes me 50 bucks a month consistently, if I can do this, if I can build up these little passive income streams or a big one, then that can help take care of my lifestyle. Thanks for listening to the Project Life Mastery Podcast. Make sure to visit the blog at www.projectlifemastery.com for more videos, podcasts, and articles that can help you take your life to the next level.